Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hi, everyone. Oh, you ready? I am ready. That was like five false starts. Yeah, I didn't hit record. I mean, play instead of record this time. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so we should be actually recording. Cool. And if we're extraordinarily loud, it's because I messed around with some setting to see if that would help the people who kept telling us we're too quiet. Yeah. Sorry about that. We're working on it. We're going to try to speak <laughs> like this is NPR. <laughs> and we're going to tell you about horse sex. No, we've already done no, that. No, we already did that. Though I did, was told today by somebody at work, because I, was, I oh, was like, you know, it, it doesn't get that much worse. And she said, well, it actually is a lot worse when people get sold into slavery and are forced to do that. And it's like, mm. no, you're right. That is worse. <laughs> so she's guest starring. Thank you for week. sharing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know my, my neighbor who desperately wants to be on this podcast. No, I know. He's like a solid he's a total douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> what if he listens? <laughs> well, you, he's like a six year old. say it. And I mean, I'm Italian, I get it, but he's just very, like, American-Italian, like, ah, and, like, interrupts you, and, but I love him because he always has wine and barbecue and whatever and plays his guitar, and, like, for me, he's really easy to talk to, like, a couple other neighbors he's not, um, but I feel like I just kind of get that kind of guy that just, like, needs to feel a certain way. And, oh, like, really? What certain way are you helping like, him feel like? know just kind of important but then i kind of make him feel important by being really shitty to him if that makes sense hmm. i don't think that makes sense <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all i think just because i'm honest with him he's very like mm, she's legit oh okay i think well that. are we hoping at this point that he doesn't listen to this podcast i don't know but he really wants to be on it right that's yeah no no mm -hmm. and why was i talking about this i don't know what did you say I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> shit. No, it's here. It's here. Uh, 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 uh. What? Horse fucking. Oh. I don't remember. People made them watch into slavery. The video. Oh. Mm. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't stop talking about seeing, like, the donkey show in Tijuana. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. I know that's a thing. And he's like, you wouldn't have fucking believed it. We just go in there for these fucking drinks. And you, we're just, like, drunk, man. We just go in there. And there's this fucking girl. And then that. I'm like, I... Yes, I know how those. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. And what what kind of creep are you for actually having gone to see one? But I mean, I'm just saying I, because it, that I've situation is to... where like abject poverty has caused somebody to do something they probably yes. wouldn't normally do. Not that like that's the problem I have with it. Mostly right, right. is that you're taking advantage of somebody who probably wouldn't do that if they had it, other foreseeable options. You think? Yeah. Would you have, but I mean, I don't know. If you, I guess I, mm. do, I just I can't put myself in that. <laughs> no, I can't either. Level of. I, so one thing I realized, because I was in Kansas City. Kansas uh, City. Kansas City over the weekend with a bunch of super awesome podcasty people. I know, I'm jealous. Uh, I didn't. I, you did it you. again. That's for you, Mitch. Just hit <laughs> the wine glass on the microphone. Um. And was pretty much dubbed as, like, the most California person ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, me. You. Right. That's amazing. I know. Um, but I really realized while I was there how terribly California I am. Mm. Because. Does the accent come out? No. I think it's get, just my like, frame of understand? reference for stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I mean, we went to dinner the first night. And there was probably, like. I don't know, seven or eight of us. Right. And the entire bill was like $120. What? <laughs> no, I was like, dude, like, I got I this. I got this. Yeah, I know. And like, so it was just, it was just interesting. And then like one of the girls who came was super awesome. Ashley, it was great to meet you. Um, she had never seen a valet before. Oh, that's Because she lives in a small town in Utah. Like, so it was just things where I was like, yeah. oh, wow. There's things that... Um, I hope it doesn't make us look like assholes. Oh, I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. <laughs> so I was working very hard to be not to assholey, not be assholey. Except for to Sammy, who has agreed that it's okay that I'm just oh, an asshole. Super so. duper. Oh, I just 
totally you really cracked, cracked those my knuckles. knuckle. That was not my wine glass, Mitch. <laughs> that was Patty's knuckles. Anyway, it was super She's fun. It was ready a good to punch time. me in the face. Because <laughs> I don't have a topic uh, ready. But... Nope. Yeah, that's okay. But you guys won't know this until Saturday. You'll never know. Oh, I just because... told them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now they know. <laughs> but no, this comes out tomorrow, this yep. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Good old um, February twenty first. February twenty first. I think. Oh, I feel like it's somebody's two, two, birthday. Two two one one eight. Is it? I I think it is somebody I know, but I don't know. Did who. you check the Facebook? No, but I should. That's a good strategy. Do you want me to talk about something while you do that? No, I don't feel like I need to check it. <laughs> so you guys. <laughs> oh, but it is so one of one our. Time. It is one of our um. Patreon's birthdays today, <gasps> and I can't. I'm. We should Arvid, shout out. Right? The guy who lives in Latvia. Is it Arvid? Is that, are we he saying said it right, said it pretty. He said I said it pretty okay. But anyway, happy birthday, pretty dude. Okay. Hope you had a great one. Yep. Um, Probably as good as I'm ever going to say it. A, a man. And we, a yeah. Star. So, uh, yeah, it was a super fun weekend. Lots of podcasts came out and lots of fans it was a really good time and that comic-con thing i've never seen anything like a comic-con before fucking weird uh i don't understand yeah i don't understand the cosplay part of it like i understand the going to like check out comic books and see like the costumes and all that stuff from the movies and to meet jason momoa and all of that did you see that i tagged i did and i fucking was going to post that i'm not allowed (laughs) within 50 feet of him but i didn't so everyone just put that in your just know that she had a funny comment about it (laughs) she forgot i always have something amazing to say about it you are pretty witty Hmm. what did you do this weekend um about a motorcycle part two and 2. so 0. how big is this one? <laughs> this one is only a 250. So it's the exact same bike. Uh, actually, it's a little bit older. No, what was my other one in 2005? Yamaha V-Star 650. So now this one is a 2009 Yamaha V-Star 250. Okay. And it's fucking adorable. Oh, It's just a jaunty little bike. Like a it's jaunty, so, what, it's so jaunty little bike. Yeah, it's just really good size for learning and okay. for a, and did you take I, it for a ride? Uh, hmm. <laughs> me, I tried to, and it wouldn't start. And apparently, the noises it was making and the things it was doing uh, lead me to believe that it was the battery. But since we are having the coldest cold snap of all time right now, seriously, I mean, fuck that. I was bitching about the weather being forty some odd in Kansas City, nope. and then I get home and it's like thirty two. Like, didn't what the hell? <laughs> So that might have something to do with it. Apparently batteries just don't like cold. No. Which is fine. I don't either. And you park it outside, yeah? Uh, Yes. Yeah. And I don't know if they keep it inside or outside at the shop, but either way. Oh. I have not written it yet. I've purchased it. It's been delivered. I've signed my life away, and I've never written it. So that's cool. Is it insured? You're insured now, right? I'm insured for the last bike, but yeah, it's really expensive. $7 a month. Really? I'm surprised that motorcycle insurance isn't more expensive. Because the 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 amount that they need you to have is very minimal. Like it's very surprising. Well, why though? What I if you bash know. your head in? Who's going to pay for that? I don't know. Mm. And I, like I was fine just getting the cheap one cuz I was like, where am I going but side streets for like the next month? True. So I was like, I'll upgrade later. But yeah, it's amazing. Seven dollars. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. So uh that was my Saturday. Sunday I'm pretty sure I did. Oh, Sunday I rented Blade Runner 2049 uh-huh. and promptly fell asleep. Oh no. Yeah. Or passed out. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen Billy Madison, you get it. Which who doesn't quote Billy Madison in twenty eighteen? I don't know. Uh, or who does? And then I forgot that I'd rented it, so I didn't watch it on Monday. So there was oh, six shit. fucking dollars, which I already feel like is just a... That's almost one month of insurance for your motorcycle. That's like a bottle of wine. <laughs> wow. You are drinking the I cheap wine these poor, days. I am a poor person when it comes to wine. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I did. That's it. Yeah. 
What about you? You were in Kansas City. I was City. in Kansas City. That's really all I did. Rock I did not sleep. Out. I think I'm still tired. <laughs> what? How do you? That's amazing. I know. I'm really tired. Either that or it's the meds. I've been dizzy for four oh. days, too. Oh. I was so Whoa. dizzy when I was there. I was a little concerned. <laughs> like, when we were in Tahoe, I just kept telling people it was the altitude. Anytime I did, did something or dropped something, I uh-huh. was like, whoa, this altitude. Whoa. <laughs> it's really getting to me. <laughs> so I just do that whenever you travel. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Even if you're not at altitude? No. Just, I'm with, I'm on the plains of Kansas. Who's going to question Missouri. you? That's true. Oh, California's lower than Kansas. Cool. I'm just from California. We're just all dizzy all the time. What the fuck do you want? Yeah, it's like the cool thing to do. <laughs> That's a cool thing to do. Wait 10 years, you'll all be dizzy. That's true. <laughs> yeah. God. Bless. I'm getting old. Getting old. No. I've realized, I honest to God, legit think I'm getting arthritis in my fingers. Oh, woman. I know. I'm like, why? Do you I'm going to be like way? claw hands when I'm 65. Because they hurt all the time. So then you're going to have to do like the talk to type. Where yes. no one's gonna be able to understand you ever. <laughs> like one of my Lauren texted me today something about Napa, and it was in all caps. And I was like, I appreciate that you give Napa the same gravitas as NASA. She's like, it was a fucking talk to text. And I was like, oh, I still. tend to do that too, just because it's faster. I never do. Really? I, yeah. Oh. Weird. I, I do it a lot. Hmm. If I'm not like somewhere where people are gonna hear me, if. If people are going to hear me talking to my phone, I'm going to just weird. type yeah. it in. That makes sense. Because that is weird. Well, yeah. And my obviously, my car is 300 years old. Yes. So it does not support any Bluetooth situation. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I got to do it the old-fashioned way. Oh, so Ian started a job. that He's taking the train to work from <gasps> now on. Maybe you'll run into him if you catch the early bullet train. With how Baby early? train? Baby bullet? Baby, baby train. <laughs> I like baby train. I'm going to avoid that at all costs. Yes. Never gotten on it. Not starting now. Ah, he probably takes the first one out. Oh, crazy. That's at like, probably like no, five it, in the it's morning. No, it's like, I think it's at 6.50 or 6.30 or 7 or something. Mm, not know. really my jam. Yeah. I, I should every day. Like, let's get up early. Let's make a change. Today is the day. It's a new day. It's a new day. I'm like, oh, but my bed's so comfortable. And then that snooze alarm is within reach. I'm a professional reach. snoozer. I didn't this morning. I got up and I went to the gym. Oh, Christ. I know. I was very impressed Ooh. with myself. That's... And I wanted to share it with everybody so everybody knew. At least and one day And that's the only way life, that it counts is if you tell I, Is if everybody it. knows. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you didn't just like Instagram your sweaty face <laughs> being like, Here whoa, I am guys, the hashtag killed it, hashtag <laughs> bikini body. <laughs> Maybe in 10 years. We'll see how it goes. Uh, oh, maybe I have summer? like two months. if I'm For the to... summer. So I don't think I can go on the Napa trip with all the girls because I think I have uh, an event. Yeah. But. There's probably some podcast thing we have to go to that I'm weekend. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because if I am not. So I'm the only one that's childless. I'm the only one that's not married, including the lesbian, mind you. Okay. She is married. Okay. So I'm just the Is lone... she even going? I thought she didn't want to go. No, because she's a stoner. So oh. she's like, why am I going to pay all that money to go to Napa? Sensible. I guess. But I don't think weed is. We go. We go. <laughs> That's what that's our shorthand in California for weed is legal. I don't think Texas is legal. I don't think legal weed happens there. So I was like, you'd still get a kick out of it. But I think she can actually get weed without it being legal, which is crazy. Whoa, because nobody could ever do that before. Bananas. I mean, I don't know if the FBI is listening. I'm sure they are, but hey, guys. How does she do it? That's red crazy. Alert. I mean, she's a high-powered attorney. She, I'm sure she she'd appreciate you sharing all of these things about her breaking the law as a high-powered attorney. Oh, I'm not even going to begin on all the things she does to break oh. the law. Just kidding. No, because she has total Anonymity? payback on oh, okay. all the times I've broken the law. And she has to sit first chair for me and defend me. <laughs> Man. But our track record is three and zero. Oh. We've won all three cases. We've wow! Ever done what are you up to over there? Only Canada? two are me. One was okay. I got to sit second chair while she actually tried a. Um, what do you call them? Not a felon. A, a misdemeanor. A perpetrator. <laughs> a perp. 
haven't watched Law and Order in a while. Uh, but yeah, maybe we got he was the, just her client. Her client, yeah, yeah, yeah. I paralegaled for her for like a summer. Okay. So it was kind of fun. That would be kind of fun. It was. I, I felt like I had a really like a few good men moment because it was this. I don't know how much I can say, <laughs> but it was this family that was like terrified of their like ex dad, ex husband, oh, whatever. Uh-huh. Did I already say this? I think you might have. But I maybe not on air. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to. Mm. Yeah. It's I confidential, guys. Else. She can't share it. Sorry. Yeah. It involved packing. It's parent the client before. privilege. Parent client? Um. Mm, it's not a parent teacher <laughs> conference, nor is it lawyer <laughs> client privilege. Some sort of privilege is involved. There's a lot of privilege. <laughs> Just know that I'm really good at lawing. Yes. I, I don't doubt it. Anything that you put your mind to, you're stellar. <laughs> oh, except sports. Name one thing. Well, I wasn't very good at Krav Maga. <laughs> it's because you only went once. It's true. There's an amazing... I think I said ama- what you put your mind to. Oh, there's an amazing <laughs> fucking tweet that's like, it turns out that the if I'm not immediately good at something, I don't want to do it. Tactic in life is not getting me very far. <laughs> I was like, that's 100% me. If I don't pick it up like some sort of freakish natural, I don't want to do it You just want to be a savant at everything. Yeah. If I can't get on a snowboard and just whiz around, then I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. This isn't fun. No, oh. I don't think I've learned anything new in a really long time. And there was one year well, where it was my New Year's resolution uh-huh. to do something new every month. So I did a pistol 101 class, right. which was fun. And then I did something way less fun, but for my company at the time, I became a notary. Ugh, that's the worst. I know. Ever. And I forget about my third month. I may have probably dropped off by the third <laughs> month, <laughs> to be honest. But I really, I wanted to. But this year, you are you also tried Krav Maga, and you got your motorcycle license, so you did a bunch of things. Yeah, my thing is just, I don't like not being... And I don't know if I'm just an asshole coming from the riding world to where I'm like, you are so bad at this. Where I'm like, there's a whole level of like physical fitness that you don't have to be able to do this sport that I can't teach you. Right. Like you're just not fit enough to do this. So I feel like now I feel that way about martial arts or whatever even fucking workouts that I'm trying to do. I'm like, I'm not ready for CrossFit. I need to work out so I can get to the <laughs> level where I can even do the warm-up, which is how I felt at Krav Maga. Like, I couldn't do the warm-up. Yeah. And I was, like, breathing like a monster and just, like, pouring water <laughs> on myself. And I'm a very profuse sweater. So I was just, like, oh. drenched. And I was like, I'm going to die. What a great workout you got, though. So great. Yeah. So I feel like I just need to... <laughs> work out at home oh. for like a month which of course i don't do right i was gonna say so there's just very little motivation in your house to do that this whole cycle yeah like i'm so jealous of all those people that can just like throw down a yoga mat do like spins and shit in your living room because your house is that big oh yeah nope my house isn't that big either i could actually probably put a yoga mat down but but uh, i couldn't yeah. uh. i would just go down to the little gym we have well that's cute yeah that helps we all don't live in fancy high-rise buildings we don't yeah. i thought we all did in california though no we all live in mansions <laughs> <laughs> with help with help and pantries oh. butlers pantries <laughs> and butlers that go in the pantry butlers yeah yes that would be nice i would like to have a butler Ooh, be good. i yeah I'd, I'd be... i want a butler and a personal shopper I know like you can get clothing? a personal shopper. Yeah, like I just want somebody to tell me what will look good on me all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, you and then take them out and bring happen. them home for me. You can definitely do that. Yeah, I can't afford it, though. Um, Have you tried, like, Latote and those subscription things? I do Stitch Fix. Mm. And they're pretty good, usually. It's And it's on, like, the cheaper end, and it's, like, throwaway clothes, so you just wear them for a few months, and then they, they're not great quality. Oy. Let's just put it that way. But they're not super expensive either. So, Patty's not fancy. She just has throwaway clothes. <laughs> no, I'm just. You know what I mean? Like, you wear them a few no, times, and like then that's... all of a sudden the hem, like the 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 hems are kind of coming loose, and they're just not well made, so they don't last very long. But they don't cost a lot, so they're yeah. like, 
you know, that's here's what's like trendy jewelry. right this second. Like, I won't. I'll go on Amazon or Forever 21 even and just get like whatever's cool right that second. Yeah. And then it just fucking falls apart. Yeah. But Trends it's not and, cool anymore. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, mm. And on that note, speaking of jewelry. Tell me more. <laughs> I really feel like Tell this me about episode. Your belongings. Well, no, I, I, I don't have any belongings. I have. But what would you do if someone wanted to take your belongings? I would tell them no. You can't have them. Mm, what if it was the government? <laughs> I would probably get killed. What if you were killed. a Native American? <laughs> well, okay. I'm trying so, to make a segue for you, no, Patty. And you're, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not working. I don't get it. She's not on did board, I, you guys. Did I mention I was tired? So I was trying to say that this episode tonight could could very well suck balls because... Oh, it could. Um, but it won't. I started doing research on... <laughs> what? Have you ever heard the theory that when someone's lying, they get really high pitched? Like, <laughs> I don't know about that. I did start. I started. I started doing, research. I started doing some research. Yep. And I, the topic wasn't really exciting me. So then I went to something else, and then I kind of melted the two together. But anyway, the topic I wanted to talk about today was sort of about American exceptionalism and the concept of manifest destiny. Whoa. Do you know what Manifest Destiny is? Let me tell you what it is. (laughs) It's basically the idea that people of the United States were destined and basically, you know, not commanded by God, but basically they were obligated to God to spread democracy and capitalism across the entire North American continent. Oh, yeah. So this was back when we were like, you know, a few colonies here and there, whatever we were. Yeah, just he had wasn't one into part. like the native population. No, he was no. like, no, hey, white people. They didn't matter I'm at all. I'm here for you. Right. So I started looking at um, the concept of manifest destiny and how like how even the United States and Great Britain like agreed on who got what and where like where yeah. did Canada start and where did the U.S. start and how does Mexico fall into this and Texas was part of Mexico and how did, how did we get Texas? And why are they the only and, state that can legally secede? <laughs> we still need it. And do we still, yes, we do. Just kidding. I love all you. Texans. Yeah, come on. Right. Um, so in in uh, about the first half of the 19th century, the U.S. population mm. exploded from around 5 million people <sighs> to more than, in 1800, to more than 23 million in 1850. Jesus Christ. And that's like, what, a city now? But <laughs> anyway... But so that's a big yeah. Yeah, so this was one of the big things that led people to want to move west to try to get space and to you know grow crops mm-hmm. and to make mm-hmm. a make a life for themselves. Um, and so the government wanted to support that. So they they went through with the Louisiana Purchase, then they annexed Texas, um, mm-hmm. and that's when the idea of manifest destiny started to take hold, and the idea that the U.S. must inevitably move ever westward. Um, ever. Ever westward, all the way to the Pacific Ocean, and but so they were also fucking kicking the Indians out. Not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't jump ahead. <laughs> Rewind. Randomly, Valentina and I both sort of studied the same topic today. We did, which was very strange. <laughs> we it don't talk to each other it hasn't at all. Happened before? No, it's never happened. We don't actually um. like each other outside of this podcast. We don't actually <laughs> talk. We just she just shows up and we're like, oh, oh, get you again. <laughs> That's the real reason she wasn't in Kansas City, everyone. I would not let her come. <laughs> She's so mean to me. I can't even leave my house. She just locks me in here. So then in 1842, there was a treaty between Great Britain and the U.S. that mm-hmm. sort of resolved where to draw the Canadian border, but it left open this whole question of the Oregon Territory, which was like parts of Oregon, Idaho, Washington state and British Columbia. So they, they hadn't really determined what that was going to be. And then Polk wanted to get the issue resolved so they could go ahead and conquer California and get, get the, get get all those other people out of there. Oh um, yeah. And get, take it from Mexico. So he agreed to compromise Oregon and figure that out with Great Britain so that he could focus on Mexico and go to war with them over the state of California. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Which they did, and when they, and of course, obviously, the U.S. won that one. Oh. Because we are here. Spoiler. We are here as part of California. <laughs> um, 
so that added a whole bunch of more space so they had all of this land but there was um you know there was a lot of people that were already living there before great britain <laughs> came along and before the um u.s i feel like every episode the there's Spanish. a moment where i bring up eddie izzard and this is the one where he's like and we landed in america we put down our flag and we were like this is our excuse me uh this is our <laughs> land for queen and country i'm so sorry could you please move <laughs> amazing part that's kind of exactly what we did except for we just killed them instead excuse me me, go over here i need to kill you now yeah so we forgot all about the fact that there were native americans living here and we didn't really forget it we just kind of ignored it because we wanted the land and they were like these crazy people that were like you can't own land that's ridiculous and we're like but no but yeah but but we want to so we're just gonna sit on your land and make you go away um, I want it, Daddy. I want it. I want it now. I want a golden goose. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much that's how pretty it much white history mm-hmm. in a nutshell. <laughs> it really is. So, so have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. That's the podcast <laughs> today. Um, so as part it. of the whole idea of manifest destiny, there was kind of three key themes: the virtue of the American people and their institutions. So clearly, that was the best and brightest hope for the world. The mission to spread these institutions, thereby redeeming and remaking the world in the image of the United States. Oy. And the destiny under God to do this work. Wait, in the image of the United States? What year is this? This was in They've the They've been 18... around for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, we were, so, we were we a were very so confident, confident group. We were like, we're <laughs> killing this. We should make we everything else like this. We are clearly the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's kind of that was kind of and it's i mean it's what we still do right like we go to all these other countries to spread freedom and democracy and just decimate the thing that was already there which is basically what we did to the native americans good at it yeah we've had many years of practice uh so americans presuppose that they were not only divinely elected to maintain the north american continent Uh, but also to spread abroad the fundamental principles stated in the bill of rights uh so this meant that anybody else was sort of in the way and must be conquered oh, and yeah. gotten rid of because they were just obstacles to God's plan, right? Who isn't? I am. I am an obstacle Everyone's to God's plan. I'm pretty sure. Everyone in my life is an obstacle. Uh, so I felt like when I was looking at this part, I was like, okay, well, this could be a whole series of episodes. Like we could have a whole season on the result of manifest destiny and american <laughs> exceptionalism and the great light on the hill or whatever reagan called us but yeah we're gonna pivot guys <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna start with one episode yep. but one of the things that it did lead to was the trail of tears which was the thing that both you and i yes. had researched which is crazy it's crazy so and this was in the 1830s so all this was happening like the early 1800s right and yes. um they there were nearly 125 thousand native americans living on millions of acres of land in georgia tennessee alabama north carolina and florida and they were doing a great job of it too. they were they were just kind of chasing some buffalo and well and i read that a lot of them actually tried to assimilate yes so there was this whole thing well I, that was like george washington's I, idea was you know what we should do is we should civilize them so there was this what is it called the civil the civilization campaign ooh, um i don't know that i do know that they were the five civilized tribes Yes. They were in the South. They were getting booted. Yeah. Uh, so they they did, they became like, they took American names and they yes. they agreed that, yes, you could own property and they kind of tried to ascribe to all of that. But really, the white Americans just really just still wanted their land. So they no. didn't. They were like, sorry, you guys, you've tried really hard, but I want to grow cotton over there. So. And also, we're very jealous of you. Why were they jealous? They got jealous because if they... Native Americans, like, did... So they agreed to do these large farms, and they agreed to Western education. They even agreed to have slaves, which they thought would make them more white-friendly, which is a fantastic statement on their (laughs) history. Uh, And then... All right, well, these people... They would get successful, and they would have these, like, perfectly, you know, uh, productive fields and houses built, and the whites were like, no... Well, you're you're way too good at this. I'm gonna need you. For... To... Yeah, you should go. We'll take over. <laughs> I would like that farm. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for getting it started for me. Well, and then did you get the part about the gold rush in Georgia? No. 
Do tell. Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't actually have to do real (laughs) research on this episode. Which is amazing that we both researched (laughs) the same thing. It's like we knew that we had to do this episode together. We needed to pull our resources together. No, I want to say it was like 1828. They found a shit ton of gold in Georgia. It was producing like 300 ounces a day in some gold mine. So then, of course, whites were like, hmm, we're going to need Georgia too. (laughs) I'm sorry. We just need all all of this we would like. Thanks for trying. But if you guys could just go like there, west of the Mississippi, that'd be super. Take off, eh? Yeah. (laughs) Go to Canada. I don't know if we... (laughs) We weren't super Canadian. (laughs) It's probably more like, hello, would you get over to the west of the Mississippi? We need you to go to the other side of that river. I hope it's no trouble. (laughs) Yeah, so they um, the fe- the federal government really wanted to help out those selfish bastards. Oh yeah. So they um, forced the Native Americans to leave their homelands and walk thousands of miles to a specially designated Indian territory. Indian territory. Oh, yeah. Who's drunk now? <laughs> well, I think Indian territory is a pretty good uh, name. It's it's as good as Weagle. Ironically, <laughs> the Whig Party was against this. Yes. So if you were gonna go. It was pretty contested, actually. There was there was there oh, was yeah. people on both sides that thought that was, it was not the a New really Englanders great, yeah. were not happy about it. Yeah, um, pretty much anyone that was an Indian or white in the South was not happy with it. Why were they not happy with it? If you're not white in the South, oh, because they were booting you. Yeah, okay. The I'm sorry, I didn't follow that sorry. whole conversation. I probably could have said it way easier. <laughs> what's happening people who were not this but there was a group of wow we're really all over the place today because i'm noticing how much i'm just ramming like don't but it it's coming up so there was a treaty of new echota in 1835 which was an agreement between the cherokee nation or some of the cherokee nation called the treaty party with the u.s federal government to move. But I read that it was a small faction, was, yes. which made me think of, it was a foreign faction. <laughs> that just came in like, sure, we'll sell which it. Which made me think of John Bonet. It was a small <laughs> foreign faction. Please don't call us. Uh, that didn't have like the leadership representation. Right. They, well, they didn't have the authority to right. sell the land, but they said they would do it for $5 million. <laughs> so livestock and various provisions. So... They sold the land, yeah, and the yeah. Cherokee Nation was like, whoa, hold the phone. Yo, they don't have the right to do that. And the U.S. federal government was like, yep, they do. We're good. Yeah, we're on board. Get out. Um, so, But by doing that, they basically, those the treaty party Cherokees basically signed their own death warrants because there was sort of a call out that anybody who succumbed to the white, yeah, you know, that they devil. were going to get killed. So they basically all got killed. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. But and to the jokes. federal government, they were done. So that was that. Cherokees are out. Cherokees are out. But they, I thought, were the like second or third group to go. I thought the Choctaws went the first group, and they actually suffered the greatest losses. I want to say, or do I have it totally backwards? No, you. The Cherokees went first because somebody went first, and there was like a hundred thousand of them, and like a quarter of them died because the fucking government had no idea how to move them and all their shit. Yeah, oh, gosh, I don't know. I think it's Cherokee, because I think that's why it's called the Trail of Tears. No, it's uh, Choctaw. That was the Choctaw. Mm, no. Well, this is this one Choctaw leader told an Alabama newspaper a trail of tears and death. So I'm oh. guessing it was the Choctaw. Well, the Cherokees are trying to own it, so. <laughs> Those damn Cherokees. Mm, you Just know how they get. <laughs> Never only, enough for them. All I could think of is that extremely insensitively racist song by Tim McGraw, which you probably don't no, know. No, but you were telling me this song not too long ago. Was I? Yes, and I don't know why, but you were singing this song. God. I'm just on a loop, if you like. <laughs> I, I only have like 19 things to talk about. I just loop around through them. <laughs> it's terrible. No, I'm not even going to talk about it now. Oh, shoot. Keep going. But it was it was pretty wildly offensive to all kinds of people, wasn't it? Uh, two lots of uh, Native Americans. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Just talks about tribes. And, like, I think I played it for you too. Why were we talking? Oh, it was probably the Thanksgiving episode where I talked about um, Native Americans. Um, and so state gar- state governments were also joining in the fun with the federal government, and they were doing all kinds of things to limit Native American sovereignty and rights and encroach on their territory. Yes. And they even like sometimes went to court, like. Worcester one of the, the, one, uh, the Cher- yeah, the Cherokee Nation went. <laughs> this is the only time I will ever know more than you about a topic. 
in an annoying way. But you just jumped all over it because I was about to say that. It's just fun because I just researched like, I know, this today. I know, I know, I know. I'll it's just ask quick. you questions. <laughs> yeah, it should just be, let's do it in like a quiz format. So, the, But this was so, so they, they won, right? The Indians, Native Americans, sorry. No. Won. Which, Stop. Oh, they did in court, but okay. the president. You stop telling the wrong story, lady. You just keep it shut. Button it up over there. Yeah. So with you, they won, but the president's like, well, who's going to enforce it? Not me. <laughs> yeah. So my footnote on that was that it was the first Supreme Court Justice, John Marshall, who I'm apparently related to. Oh, wow. You should be telling this story but then. He, yeah. He, but he was in favor. He said they were a sovereign nation. Right. We shouldn't fuck with them. And, yeah, and, and President Jackson, Jackson was said... Like, who was a known anti-Indian kind of dude. Yeah. Are you going to get into that? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought it was interesting because he was, he had, he had long been an advocate for Indian removal. Yes. But he was also like had Cherokee allies to thank for the, his military command and his life. Like they saved his ass in one of the, in some battle. They totally saved him and kept him leading his troops oh at the battle of horseshoe bend in 1814 they saved him and he turned right around and said get the fuck out oh he's a dick i said it was the cherokees goddamn oh sorry jesus you and your native american history knowledge war of 1812 he fought the shit out of the creek people and they lost 22 million acres and then he came back and was an asshole again in the first battle of the seminoles in florida maybe this topic should have been what a bastard andrew jackson was President's Day, my ass. Seriously, a good, good, timely topic for right? President's Day. Right, it's not Day just forty-five week. that's garbage. There's a couple. No, there's ones. a few, quite a few yeah. that are had a lot of garbagey parts to them. Not everybody can be Obama and GW. <laughs> Randomly, those are that, her two favorite. I know presidents. that the Venn diagrams of those two fan groups are huge. <laughs> yeah. As everybody knows, those are everyone's favorite two presidents. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you're gonna pick two. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, so Jackson, after having his life saved, had spent many years as an army general leading brutal campaigns against the Creeks in Georgia and Alabama and the Seminoles in Florida um, that resulted in the transfer of hundreds of thousands of acres of land from Indian nations to white farmers. And as president, he continued that crusade. In 1830, he signed the Indian Removal Act. Yeah. Um, and they, they created, they held land in the Cotton Kingdom east of the Mississippi and told the Indians to go west. Yeah, right? They were fucking dicks. And they said, like, this is your sovereign land. Like, we're not ever going to mess with it. This is good. You're good. Um, and the law at the time required the government to negotiate removal treaties fairly and that it had to be voluntary and peaceful. They weren't, I mean, according to law, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how they were supposed to do it. Um, President Jackson could give a shit about the law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he ignored that, and he forced the American, the Native Americans, to vacate their lands. Um, and sometimes that's, at gunpoint. Some, sometimes at gunpoint. Dicks. Probably bayonet point. Well, probably they were tied to ropes like and chained up dollars to help them transport themselves. But they had no fucking clue about logistics about transporting a hundred thousand people anywhere. Well, who does? Mm. Oh, the Germans did. Sorry, <laughs> they were good at it. <laughs> Sorry. They did have the logistics down. I'm not saying it was any safer or a better result for anyone. Was that offensive? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what's offensive anymore. Be careful. <laughs> so, but in the winter of 19, 1831, uh, the Choctaw became the first nation to be expelled from its land altogether. They made the journey to Indian territory on foot, some bound in chains and marched double file. Uh, without food supplies or other help from the government, thousands of people died along the way. Um, and that was just the beginning. In 1836, the federal government drove the Creeks from their land. Uh, so 3,500 of the 15,000 Creeks who set out for Oklahoma did not survive. Uh, Cherokee people were divided. And that's when the whole treaty happened, <laughs> which really didn't work out for anybody because they still got driven off their land. Um, yeah, and I read that it was 5,000 miles and it touched on nine states. This trail of. Well, that's the Choctaw, I believe. Because, so they, the, the Cherokee, everybody following along this story so far, 
<laughs> we're gonna fight about because I'm pretty sure the Cherokee had the worst time and not the Choctaws. Uh, so mine says that they marched more than 1,200 miles. <laughs> and yours said 5,000? Yeah. Oh, well. See, now, friends, I have to open up my computer again. And so this is a good example, right people, of that everything on the internet is not real. Yeah. But I got mine from the History Channel and from the Cherokee oh. Nation. Oh, they, yeah, so, they're in my, they were bookmarked. Um, mm -mm -mm, keep going. Okay, so the Cherokee were forced into stockades at Bayonet Point while white people looted their homes and belongings. Then they marched them more than 1,200 miles to Indian Territory. Uh, whooping cough, typhus, dysentery, cholera, and starvation were epidemic along the way, and historians estimate that more than 5,000 Cherokee died as a result of the journey. Uh, how many? 5,000. Out of how many? Mm, 2,000. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Internet. <laughs> no, they said that only 2,000 had left as a part of the agreement with the oh. government, like that whole treaty. Only 2,000 people left. Everyone else was like, fuck that. That treaty isn't oh, legal. My interweb said that 17,000 of them were rounded up. Okay. And between four and 8,000 died. Okay, so that's probably about right. Probably. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's right in there. Yep. Um, by 1840, tens of thousands of Native Americans have been driven off their land in the southeastern states and forced to move across the Mississippi to Indian Territory. The federal government promised that their land would remain unmolested forever. But as the line of white settlement pushed westward, Indian country shrank and shrank. In 1907, Oklahoma became a state and Indian Territory was gone for good. Shocking. Yeah. I can't believe white people didn't keep their word. I know. And now they all live on, well, they don't all live on them, but the only place that they have that their sovereign nations is on these reservations, which are typically in, like, and it's the not shittiest even, parts of everywhere. Yeah, it's not even, like, their original land. No. And, I mean, there's a whole other episode you could get into about how, um, like, what's happened on the, on the reservations and how people have been treated and the resulting amounts of alcoholism oh, and God, yeah. lack of education and lack of opportunity and all the other things that have happened yes. that have just been so terrible for those people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm kind of tripping out on Valentina because she's making some awkward movements here. <laughs> um, but that really is the start of the United States and how we kind of, you know, we just sort of got into a pattern with that. We're like, oh, these people have something we want. We better just go ahead and take it because God wants us to. And we've kind of followed along that similar line ever since. Yeah, we're not very nice. We're not very nice. I would say that white people in general aren't because you could find stories like this everywhere. Like well, with, you could really with just colonialism. Say religious people aren't. Well, religious people aren't nice. Well, they just use religion as an excuse. Like seriously, God wants you to go ahead and spread that everywhere and to just kill so I watched this really good clip of Ricky Gervais, who I know is very polarizing to people. Uh, they either love him or they hate him, in case you didn't know what polarizing mm. meant. <laughs> 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 Sorry to condescend. Um, but he was saying, he was on a talk show and he was saying, the reason that I know that science is true is that if you burned every book in the whole wide world right now, in 50 or 100 years, the same books would be written because the same science exists. Right. But if you burn the Bible and if you burned all the religious texts, like, that's gone. Yeah. No one's going to come up with the exact same bullshit. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that's so good. That is really true. Right? Yeah. And he's an atheist, right? Violently. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. He's very, like, uh, I love Christopher Hitchens. Uh-huh. his name? Yeah. And then what was Vanity his... Fair? Yeah, and mm -hmm. then his fucking brother was like a super religious guy. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. I, I should be more yeah. informed before I bring this up. But yeah, his brother. Oh. You spent all your time studying the Trail of Tears. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> to no end. Oh. Uh, no, what? and his brother was very, very religious, so they used to. I bet there were some good Be dinner like table debates. Two, yeah, they were basically like the two leading scholars as far as going up against each other. Yeah. I just think it's fascinating. I was just having this conversation with somebody about how their family, one of their family members was trying to um, make them a believer or convert them or convince them that there was a God or something. 
And they just don't believe that. And I said, my response to that, because my dad and his wife will do that to me often about yeah. like why I'm, I don't go to church. And like, they're very concerned for my soul and they're pretty sure they're going to never see me after they die because I'm going to hell and they're going to heaven. Oh. And that, and, but like we were talking about before we started recording, if you actually really believe that, wouldn't you feel obligated to tell somebody like, hey, I'm really concerned about this. Hmm. So I just tell them to continue praying for me and that they should probably pray harder because then maybe one day God will come into my heart and make me believe because that's how that works. So if they could just pray harder and have more faith, perhaps it would all work prayers out. And thoughts, prayers and prayers thoughts. Prayers th and thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and yeah. prayers. Yeah. And that usually shuts them down because what are they going to do? Like I'm not being offensive. I'm just saying, wow, could you pray more for me so that I see the light? Because I'm not going to tell you I believe something that I don't believe that's good just so that you feel better. Because I don't yeah. think God cares about that if, you know, whatever. You're, yeah. So sorry. Sorry, Dad. You Why probably I... won't see me in eternal. And then, oh, so my uh, brother-in-law's, this is long, brother-in-law's brother mother-in-law. So his wife's mom passed away okay and he wrote this thing about we will see her again soon and we'll Christ. all be joined together in eternal life and i'm like really Where is this coming from what is I, people really believe that oh i know like vehemently believe it no i have a family friend who has one perfectly healthy child and then the second child uh came with no um like joints? manuals <laughs> yeah fucking don't even come with manuals i didn't even know that uh came with no joints like what yeah like, so they were just fused together or they just no were they like... were just fused together okay oh my god i know so they've had to go through you know like a million surgeries and every children's hospital and just insane amounts of shit and i cannot fathom going through it but they're very very religious so everything's very like you know jesus we believe in jesus and he's guided us through this and, da, 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 da. and then i have another friend from college whose husband died of a brain tumor and it was and she's so religious mm -hmm. so just like and i just, yeah, just want to be like how are you saying that like god has a plan for you and then he's well, does he maybe take that's your, his plan. Well, does he take your husband? Like, is that part of the plan? Or are you saying maybe. that, like, he's not omnipotent? Because I think it's I think it's the new Chris Rock special, quite uh -huh. honestly. Tambourine. It's on HBO I'll right now. Watch it. Uh, and I think he does go into the fact that, like, he's either omnipotent or he's good. Like, he's not one, like, there's no way he's, like, letting all this stuff happen obviously so here being... here's the way like i rationalize it when i care to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that we're kind of like god's little experiment right mm -hmm. and we do terrible shit to each other and he made us we sure do we started out from sin yada 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 and this isn't even like particularly religious this is just like if oh. you are a faith-based person and i can see why people use faith to get them through hard times sure because it does give you strength that you might not normally have. It does give you community that you might not normally have. All of those things. Like, those are reasons to turn to faith instead of going, fuck God, he's responsible for this. Neither here nor there. We're human. We're supposed to die. We're supposed to get sick. That's part right. of the human condition. Um, and terrible things happen because we live on a planet that's unstable. And we're right. also unstable we're as a race. organisms. Right. So, it's not, like, if I saw it, I would say it's not necessarily god doing horrible things that's just being human is horrible things happen god is there to help you get through them and to grow in a particular way so if you say he put you here in order for your spirituality to grow and for your awareness of pain and of pleasure and of love and of all of that is you have to experience things in okay. order to grow okay but what about when people come through and say it's a miracle god brought my daughter back to me God, let me get pregnant. Well, I didn't say God. I could justify everything. I right, can't justify crazy. What, like I, <laughs> and I'm just saying, if I looked at it from an objective, like how would I explain it? Yeah. That's I, how I would explain it. Yeah. People but do terrible things to each other. Yes. And that's part of the and human he's condition. And like a dad that's just like, yo, guys, I didn't. Oh, okay. Exactly. Like I can't stop you no. from being total jackasses. <laughs> but no, I've seen these people be like, it's a miracle. Dave's walking again. Yeah. Like, this is what the Lord wanted. Or 
if they well, can that's see crazy that because they're then being... did he want those children to starve in Africa, but he wanted your husband to recover or the well, friggin' team to win the yeah, football game the fucking, or whatever. Exactly. That's just stupid. And that's just people but that's being what I don't... very trite about. I don't re- that's why that. I hate religion. It's not that I hate the idea of God. It's that I hate religion. Well, yeah. hate is a strong word, it but is. I find it fanciful and silly. <laughs> And horribly destructive and often violent, as we just demonstrated in today's podcast and probably every other podcast we've ever done. And it's so weird that the thing that is supposed to be the most life-fulfilling, peaceful, right. joy-bringing thing is the thing that literally just fucks and, up And I would shit. say even on like an individual level, it probably brings more of the positive to most people. And on a grand scale and as a, an entity and as a force, it's terrible. Yeah, it's kind of you know, yeah. like it's like the powers that be screw everything up. Well, Though I would have to and say a crowd mentality. Yeah. Oh, and everybody knows that any humans put in a crowd are just going to be a fucking disaster. Monsters. Monster. <laughs> I'm not. Saying I got I'm my degree in sociology because I was so fascinated with the phenomenon Monsters. of how people change when they're in a group, and oh. how they react to each other, and it's just fascinating. And it's rarely ever good. No. No. They just will each other to do garbage things and yeah. The fact that we've been able to establish any sort of civilizations it's at all impressive. is pretty impressive. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. yeah, even though and even though on the backs of thousands and thousands and thousands of people that have we have killed in order to do it. So God bless America. That was that yeah. was how we. That was the beginning. I mean, like our whole beginning is just blood and tears and death and. And we're barely started. I know. And we're like going to wipe ourselves out before we even make it to a respectable age. I don't know. We might. We might. I think, you know how we've been talking about how, like, everything is accelerating faster than we can keep yes. up? So, like, like people talk about, well, the Roman Empire right. lasted for hundreds and hundreds of years before it blew up. But they weren't moving at the pace that we're moving. Yeah, we so. had <laughs> people on the moon in the 60s, and we learned how to fly in, what, the fucking 30s uh, yeah i mean that's pretty quick right so we're who knows we could just be self-accelerating into destruction on a massive scale that's much yeah, quicker what if we're than just we like a really bad experiment like we were not a good oh. trial run you, so do you know about simulation theory no which is just fucking fascinating you got it sounds very black mirror which you well, don't watch which... no so this is an actual thing though and Anything. like i just listened to this podcast hysteria 51 i met those guys love it at the um the podcast Kansas gathering City, yeah. yeah and so the guy one of the hosts he said you start with simulation theory and i've heard about simulation theory anyway but it's the idea that we basically are a computer program mm. and that somebody is running the show which doesn't like negate that there's a god because it's just a 14 year old kid in his basement is the god who's just running all kinds of experiments and literally scientists so we're fucking sims yes oh and that like that's why programs go wacky and people get born with no joints because there's a glitch yeah right and so the idea being that that's just as likely as any other conceivable possibility listen to this episode listen to hysteria 51 their simulation episode and it's like, but real scientists actually go, yeah, there's a like a 30% chance that that's true. Why not? Because we don't it's, fucking it's know. It's just as possible as anything else. I and it actually, totally... in some levels, makes a lot more sense. Like, how did something come from nothing? And like, oh, yeah. You know, I tried to take quantum physics in college, mm-hmm. which was strangely tied to my religion major. Yeah, I could see it. Right? Yeah. I just checked out. I was like, his Bill Bryson, the author, puts it like there are stops along the information highway, and this is where I got off. Where I was like, <laughs> nope. I don't understand how you can be everywhere at once and nowhere at once. And well, what about the idea that like um, atomic structures don't become something until you recognize them? Like right, they actually have done yeah. studies that they they do one thing until people or until something has an impact <laughs> and then they change into something else. It's like fucking yeah, nuts. which is a fucking law you of guys, some sort. You what guys, is this it? is way too deep. I can't understand. Can we go back to talking about how we killed Native <laughs> Americans? Because I understand that. Hey, so we much were better. dead. <laughs> uh, no, but that's a uh, that's a theory of it on its own. Yeah. Well, that's that part I of quantum physics, right? Like that whole of. idea of of but atomic structures it, moving and they can travel that in time. In, but and, there's also that in nature that if, or maybe it's science. 
I mean, they're close. That if once you observe something, you've ruined it. Yeah, or you've changed it. I mean, that's <laughs> like that you've you know ruined it, changed it, whatever. It. Same thing. And I'm gonna remember <laughs> it as soon as we hit stop, and uh-huh. everyone's going to message we'll me. Just, we'll what just it recharge is. it again. What was it? Hmm. I don't know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys couldn't hear that, but right when we said what, the cat went meow. <laughs> Come here. Yeah. He's talking now. He thinks we've had enough podcasting for tonight. Hey, do you want to talk? Which really, I think we have probably covered the gamut from you know manifest destiny to quantum physics. I don't know what else we could tell you. I mean, (laughs) really talk about getting everything out of one podcast. It's really. I mean, yeah, one stop shop. (laughs) Two people who studied the same thing. Do you want to and just argue about it for an hour? Yeah. Do you want to not like white people? Do you want to talk about? Advanced science? Do you want to? We got you covered. Whatever laugh? it is, mm-hmm. we We're got good. you. You want a cute, cuddly animals? We got those too. Yeah, you guys aren't really coming through with the whole adopting thing because Woody is still out there, <laughs> not being—he's not even being fostered, which is stressing. So me he's out just immensely. in a shelter. Uh, no, he's with the founders. Okay. Which I'm so they're sort of fostering him. Yeah, but okay. I don't think it's like a like come get in bed with me, snuggle bunny kind of a thing. I think it's more of like a business. Too bad Danny only fosters the big pitties. I know, and but she's far what, away too. And I got an email from the Chihuahua group that I got Pippi from what a year ago, two years ago, and they were like, "We've got this amazing senior, and she's so cute. She's four pounds, and she has Aww. no teeth left, so her tongue hangs out, but she's really cute. She has a really cute face." forget what her name is and they were like just let your friends know if you just pass it along if anyone's into seniors and i was like i am somehow only friends with big dog people yeah i guess it's the horse thing like the smallest we get is jack russell's i guess yeah okay i guess corgis aren't little they're just low (laughs) (laughs) they can just run low they're very low um but yeah so if anybody out there needs dogs Uh, we are literally the source I could find you so many dogs. Yes, she could. Especially if you want a senior dog with no teeth whose tongue always sticks out. But I also, I can do pit bulls. I can do, I can do anything. Yeah, just let us know. Yeah. Valentina will find you a dog. Give me a shout. Yeah. Uh, Or tell us how we're doing. I, I. (laughs) Or rate and review. Oh, yeah. If you could possibly, if you listen to this podcast regularly but are not subscribed, please subscribe um, because... I am suddenly fascinated by the number of subscribers oh, we have. Patty likes the numbers. <laughs> you guys got to give Patty a I, dose of... I don't actually do anything sensible with the numbers. I just look up at them and go, oh, wow, they're more than they were yesterday. It's um, just a little dopamine kick for you. Yeah. But if you could subscribe, that would be awesome. If you could rate and review, that mm-hmm. would be awesome. It's always nice to get some more of those on there. And somehow it's supposed to help us with iTunes. But you can do it on Podbean or wherever you listen to podcasts would be mm-hmm. also great. Um and I had other notes and I forgot. Oh, you can find us on Facebook. social media. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram at Just the Worst Pod and Twitter at JTW Pod. Uh, you can find us on Patreon if you uh, want to give us money. Patreon.com forward slash Just, just the, worst the Worst Pod. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think. Oh, we need to do shout outs to our new Patreon. I thought you might be particularly interested in I this am. week's. We are going to give 100 points because it's the first time that one of my friends <laughs> fucking donated. Because goddamn, I don't know what everyone in my life is doing. They either cannot stand this or they don't know what podcasts are or they resent me. Oh, wow. This took a dark turn. For being really good looking. <laughs> being so funny and charming it's just really hard because people are mostly just jealous (laughs) (laughs) i hate that yeah everybody wants to weigh 30 pounds more than they should uh (laughs) who doesn't want to live this life and it is your friend it is my friend and attorney lauren zamora thank you lauren lauren zamora out of san antonio texas 100 points to you at least five stars she's like our fear and loathing uh attorney she is haven't you seen fear and loathing i have but it's been a long time i didn't like that movie oh i know well there's drugs you probably wouldn't it's not the drugs it's just annoying (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, it just fun. annoyed me. Um, but also Jenna Corbett. Thank you, Jenna. Ooh, thanks, our, Jenna. Our crazy friend in the woods. Whoa. Um, she also became a patron this week, and so did Jeff Adamick. Thank you, Jeff. That <gasps> Jeff, was awesome. Love you. You are the best. As does everybody, clearly. Apparently, <laughs> Jeff is pretty popular. Um, so anyway, thanks all you guys. If you want to join those ranks, you can find us as at uh, blah, 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 blah. what Valentina <laughs> said, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash just the worst pod. But in any case, go find us on your preferred social media platform and join in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That is all we have for you tonight. All right. Thanks, Bomby. Thanks. Bye. Bye.